We got the keys. We certainly do. Bill, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm feeling good about what we've got planned. I think our listeners are going to get a lot from it. Um, yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm, I'm feeling good. That's always a good sign. And a nerve show that you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to everyone who's not a, you know, a, a loyal been with us from the beginning listener uh where you been yeah well of course but welcome i am coach eric of hot takes with bill and eric i am joined by my dear friend and assistant coach coach bill uh and today we're doing something a little different Mm -hmm. uh in the past we've usually done a more topic-based show where we'll give you a little update on how our lives are going, and then we dive into that day's topic, usually something about owning the libs or sports, because we're we're big sports fans. This is not a political show. Mm -hmm. Uh, But today, we're going to be doing something a little different. Bill, why don't you break that down for us? Yeah, I've been in a pretty unique situation recently. I've been... uh entrenched in some legal battles in our former home state of Virginia. Mm -hmm. Shortly before we left, I was accused of burning down an entire apartment building because I found out there was an elevator. I, of course, think there is nothing to these claims. I think it's, it's all farcical and, and slander. It's blasphemy, really. It is, but... I am a citizen mm. of the United States of America. I believe in our legal system. I believe in the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. No issues there. Nope. So I must participate in that through through the good and the bad. So I am currently in wrapped up in a trial. Yep. I mentioned earlier in the season that I was denied the right to an attorney yes. because my Previous trials have led to more lawyers losing losing their legal licenses than any other client in the past. Mm-hmm. So the judge said, you know what, you're going to have to take this one on yourself. So that's what I've been doing. We have obtained, with permission of the court, of course, the audio recordings of the voir dire process, the jury selection. And we wanted to play that on the show and mm-hmm. give you a little sample of what I've been doing when I'm not potting or coaching because as i like to say when i'm not on the court i'm in the court wow and he's laid that on us a few times and it always works uh and and it it, it hits in the basketball gym and in the courthouse yes everybody yeah everyone go it's such a charmer uh and because bill has been doing a lot of his own legal work uh and i have watched a lot of crime and legal dramas mm-hmm. we feel like we can give you guys some advice and break down things that are happening in these audio clips that we will be playing yeah so in case you ever find yourself in this situation where mm-hmm. you're in a jam you're not allowed a lawyer and you have to defend yourself you have the the keys that you need mm. um this is us giving back we felt like you guys have gotten a lot of information from us about different topics different issues and we wanted to give you something that you can use concretely in your life and apply. Yes. I think that's a good setup. I think so as well. Again, we are still in jury selection. Mm-hmm. So It's been rather drawn out. Yes. Yeah. I'm starting to... I'm getting the sense that maybe the other people involved in the case are getting a bit fed up with how particular I am. But, hey... 
gotta milk this for all it's worth. Of course. So, uh, we're gonna start with the first clip, and then we'll break it down, we'll give you some insight on, on what we did, alright? Alright, so, uh, let's go, let's go ahead and roll the tape. Alright, did everybody enjoy their lunch? Okay, okay, uh, we're back on the record here. This is the state of Virginia against uh, Bill Abagnale. He's going by a pseudonym uh, because he said that using his real last name would lead to further incrimination of himself, and we have laws against that here in the courts. So, yes, yeah, state of Virginia against Bill Abagnale. This is jury selection. Um, again, just for the record, our defendant has exercised more preemptory strikes than any defendant in Virginia history. We are in week 14 of jury selection. So, we're still doing it. We're still going strong. I'm not sure why I keep giving him these strikes, but he's got them. So, uh, we're going to bring in uh, prospective juror 437. Uh, so, bailiff, if you could bring him in. Okay, hello, sir. Um, just gonna swear you in before we do anything else, so uh, just hold your right hand up. Do you swear to tell the truth to the best of your ability on all of the questions that are asked? Uh, yes. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, so to start off, uh, Jer, you filled out a questionnaire. Thank you so much for doing that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask, is everything on that questionnaire true? Uh, yes, of course. Okay, has, has anything changed since the time you filled it out? I do not believe so. Okay, now in the questionnaire, you were advised not to look at any kind of media about this case, yes. not, uh, you know, read any articles or watch anything on TV, but we understand it's a high-profile case and sometimes you see a headline, you, you're in the store, you see a, a news story, something like that. Has anything like that happened for you? Uh, besides, you know, a little thing here or there, no, not really, but no substantial intake. Okay, so you don't think it'll affect your ability to be fair and impartial? I do not believe so, no. Okay, okay. And, uh, just a couple more questions. We anticipate that this trial will last, uh, four to eight weeks, depending on, uh, how well the defendant has it together. So, do you think you'll be able to do something like that? Well, uh, I run a craft store okay. across town. Uh, as long as I can check in every once in a while there and make sure that the craft store that I run as a grown man is everything's run is okay there. In the middle of the day, you want to do that? That would be the ideal situation but okay. if it doesn't work like that then that's you know i'm sure i could get someone else to do it would you not being able to go to the craft store completely stop business or could you get someone else to maybe hold down the fort uh i could do it probably find someone else but not to you know toot my own horn or anything i am you know i'm the engine that keeps that ship running if you know what i'm saying Okay, I don't, but I'm going to pretend I do. All right, I think that's good. Uh, we're going to let the defendant begin with his, uh, his questions. So, um, uh, Mr. Abagnale, as to juror 437, you may inquire. Oh, okay, thank you, Your Majesty. Um, hi, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Bill. 
I'm just going to ask you some questions. It's just routine stuff. It's what we do. Um, so my first question is this. If I were to meet you in a social gathering, some kind of party, thing like this, outside the context of this courtroom, what's something I might walk away knowing about you? Uh, that I run a craft store across town. I'm a big college basketball fan. And uh, that I am very proud of my home state, VA. Okay, all right. Uh, sounds good. You said you run a craft store? Yes. Like arts and crafts? Sort of like uh, if you've ever been to a, a Michael's, which is really a bastardization okay. of what I do, which is, you know, a small mom-and-pop craft store. Okay. You said you are a fan of college basketball. Mm. I'd probably dig in there if we met somewhere else. What's your history? Did you go to a school with a popular team? Do you just like watching the games? Uh, I went, I didn't go to college, uh, but I do like to watch college basketball because I feel like the, the teams play as a unit. I don't like, uh, you know, the NBA, all these hot shots thinking they're, you know, they can do everything by themselves. I like the, uh, the team aspect of college basketball more for sure. Okay. And did I hear you correctly? Did you say you don't like the NBA? I do not like the NBA. No. Your Highness, the defendant passes for cause. Uh, okay, Mr. Abagnale, are you sure that's all you want to ask? You you seem to be fine as soon as he said he likes college basketball and hates the NBA. Yeah, I feel good. I, I think I think that's it. I think that's all I have. Oh, okay, well, we're going to let we're going to let the prosecution ask their questions still, too. Uh, do they have to? I feel like we could probably just skip that part. Uh, Mr. Abagnale, that's part of the process. We can't we can't do that. All right, fine, whatever. All right, let's stop the clip there. Oh, what absolute BS from the judge then. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Give me a break. You like him. Yeah, he was struck by the state mm. oh. because they thought he had too much of a slant. Um, I didn't ask him about any kind of alignings, anything about the case in particular. But, uh, yeah, the judge was being a total stick in the mud. He oh. was giving the state a chance to ask them questions. It didn't go well. Uh, I really wanted him on the jury. I thought he was a great guy. I thought small business owner, mm -hmm. appreciation for the arts. What's not to love? Yeah. And, no, they robbed me of this yeah, opportunity. that's really some BS for sure. But I had another chance. Uh, so let me show you what I did with the next juror. It's a little bit of a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's something to be learned. So with something like that, you just got to kind of hang your head and say, well, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, this next one was a little different. Yeah. Let's play the clip. Yeah. All right, as juror 517, you may inquire. Oh, thank you, Your Highness. Um, juror, good morning. Hello. Okay, you are, I'm going to start, this is not what I normally ask. What gender are you? Uh, that seems inappropriate, but I, I am a woman. I, I, I am a she, her. Okay, thank you. I don't know what that means, what you said. Anyway, uh, I'm going to start by asking you some questions just to get to know you a little bit, and then I'll ask you about some of the stuff you filled out on the questionnaire. Okay. Uh, first question is this. If I were to meet you outside the context of this courtroom, maybe at a party or some kind of social gathering, what are a few things that I'd walk away from the conversation knowing about you? You would know that I'm very politically active. Uh, 
that I am very firm in my beliefs, that I detest sports are not my thing. I love the arts. I am a very big proponent of that, and I do not like all the focus that we put on that. And I love uh, painting. That's one of my favorite hobbies. And I, yes, that, that would probably be what you would know. Okay. Uh, well, the real answer is I would have walked away from the conversation and we wouldn't have continued oh, well, talking. So I wouldn't that, have learned that. All that seems rude. Quiet, quiet. That seems I, I didn't. I didn't ask you a question. You can only answer questions I ask. Your Honor, is that true? Uh, I mean, to an extent, uh, I feel like that was fine, but yeah, please only uh, answer the questions you're asked. Uh, if there's more you have to say, they'll be just just use it in response to a question. Okay, okay. Okay, um, do you have kids? Uh, yes. How many? I have one. Okay, so no, you have a kid. You don't have kids. Okay, I have one kid, yes. Okay. A uh, boy or girl? Uh, a, y- a little boy. Okay. What's his name? His name is. Tom. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's that's gonna. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to put your private info oh. out there. I've tried to dox a lot of these jurors. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't know that before coming here. Don't worry. We have laws in place that keep your anonymity hidden. Every time he's done that, we've censored it. We've struck it from the record. That is not something he's able to do. He keeps doing it. And I've told him time and time again, I'm regretting not allowing him a lawyer, honestly, because a lawyer would never do this stuff. We would never be this many weeks in a jury selection. I should have given him a lawyer. Can we just cut the tape right there? Yeah. What? What is I'm confused by that? If I don't like someone or if I'm trying to put some pressure on them, why can't I, like, leak their kid's name publicly? Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, why can't I reveal their place of work on air? Because yeah. this is being broadcast. Like, you can watch this footage if you go to different websites and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's out there. And I think, I feel like if people know there's a threat of, yeah, hey, I might announce your address on, on live air. Yeah. You might answer the questions a little more truthfully. I know. I, I, that seems unfair. That seems All right. unfair. Let's jump back in the courtroom. Okay, yeah. This, this lady's really starting to get on my nerves. Yeah, well, you'll see where it goes. You're not going to like it. Okay. Uh... Ma'am? Yes. That, that's yes. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been called upon to settle a dispute in your life? Maybe you have to determine whether someone's telling the truth. Has that ever happened in your personal or professional life? I've had to mediate some family arguments. Okay. Tell uh, me a little bit about that. Oh, well, you know, just things about... Well, um, my parents split when I was older, so we had to deal with a little bit of that. And their names... No, do not answer that. You don't have to answer that. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, yeah, just stuff about... Uh, it got, at times, a little contentious. So there were times where we had to parse through some things. It was not the most fun time, but I felt like I learned a lot about my parents and about myself. Okay. So you didn't really ask my answer my question. What kind of tools do you use when when you have to determine let's say there was a dispute your mom thought your dad was lying Mm -hmm. and you had to try to decide and i don't know why two parents would call upon their child to decide who was lying but if they did what would you do to try to figure that out well i would base it in the uh what the accusation was and the character of the person that was being accused does this seem like something they would do 
in my experience with them? And also, what does this accusing side have to gain by uh, lobbing this accusation at one side? Okay. That's what I would use, personally. If, if one side maybe slipped you a large sum of cash, would you be more inclined to side with them? Uh, no, that, that seems like bribery trying to influence my judgment. I don't... I hope that's not something you're planning on doing. I, this is... I have to ask these questions. I ask everyone these questions. This is what it is. Okay. Just... Your Honor, permission to treat the witness as hostile? N- no. She's, n- she's not a witness. She's, she's a prospective juror, and she's not hostile. Yeah, okay. Well, do you like college basketball? Uh, no, I do not. And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this... But I do know who you are, and I've seen some of your antics on court. And I just have to say, I find them to be a little bit distasteful. Just on the court? Uh, I've heard some things about you online. What have you heard? Because this is important. This was kind of segued into the next part. Okay, well, I've heard you, you have a podcast that is rather inflammatory in wow. ways that I would not appreciate. I've heard you've got kicked off Twitter a lot for harassing women who wouldn't go out on dates with you. It's not just that. I've heard, I mean, I saw that your head coach, your boss, I guess, I saw him. He's not my boss, we're partners. I saw him dropkick someone on live TV. Totally out of context. Yeah, I've, I've just heard a lot of unsavory details about you and, uh, just you don't seem like a person that, that I would uh, give a lot of time to. Okay. All right, that's fine. Do you or anyone in your family have a history with arson? Has that, have you has your house ever been burned down? Uh, no. Uh, no. Ha- have you ever burned a house down or an apartment building? Maybe. Absolutely not. Have you thought about it? <laughs> I don't know where this line of questioning is going. Um, this is completely valid, what he's doing, uh, so you have oh, to answer okay. these. Oh, uh, okay. No, of course not. I have never planned on burning down a building. But you've never felt like you could? I, I wouldn't know where to begin. I don't... I, 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 Objection, Your Honor. Where is this going? Okay, sustained. Yeah, uh, Mr. Abagnale, please, please move this along. All right, fine. My last question is this. Given what you know about this case, do you know what I'm on trial for? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Given what you know about it, do you think you could set that aside? Yes, I've harassed women. Yes, I've said horribly inflammatory things. Yes, I've been an accomplice to drop kicking a coach on a bed. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yes, I've done all that, and I'm on trial for burning down an apartment building. But do you think you could set all of that aside? and be fair and impartial and judge this case solely based upon the facts presented in court. To be honest, I don't think so, because those things just are really distasteful. I mean, when I'm dealing with someone who I know has been aggressive and rude towards women and has a history of doing things that seem irrational and possibly illegal, it's gonna be hard for me to just ignore that when said person is accused of burning down a building. Your Honor, the defense strikes, because we don't like her. Her name's Darlene Johnson. It's Darlene Johnson. (laughs) All right, stop it there. That went well. Uh Yeah, look, that was an alpha move at the (laughs) end there. You know, strike her and then dox her. That's pretty hard. Yeah.
that is that's just textbook on how to deal with a witness who is not cooperating with you, mm-hmm. and you keep asking the witness questions and questions and questions. They, it's very clear they're a liberal. You don't want to deal with that. Uh, so yeah, I struck her. I exercised my 431st peremptory strike. Again, that's a record. So um, yeah, that's how that one went. And now we want to show you uh, something kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this is how the questioning went. So here you go. Okay, Mr. Abingdale, you may inquire. Hi. Uh, uh, hi, hi. Hold, just give me one quick second. Uh, yeah, all right, what's going on? Allergies, am I right? Oh, yeah, that's totally allergies, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. And for filling out the questionnaire, we appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions, just get to know you a little bit at first, and uh-huh. then I'm going to ask you about the questionnaire you filled out, talk about the case a little bit, and uh, we'll see if you're a good fit. Sounds good. So my first question is this. If we were to meet at a party or some kind of social gathering in a situation outside the context of this courtroom, and we struck up a conversation, what are some things I'd walk away knowing about you? Uh, well, you know I love to hunt. It's me. I mean, to be honest, I probably wouldn't be at this party. Ugh. And uh, you would know that I love to hunt, and that I am a car enthusiast. Not any of these newfangled machines with all the doodads for the kids, but more these nice, you know, classic American muscle cars. You know. What do you hunt with? Do you use a crossbow or traps? I hunt with an AR-15. <laughs> Classic hunting machines. Yeah, perfect for for you know. I don't hunt for food. <laughs> yeah. I don't hunt to. I don't hunt to eat. I just hunt because I enjoy shooting for things. sport. Yes. You don't even take the animal with you. Oh no, no. You just leave it. When I'm done hunting, the the forest floor is littered with corpses. Yeah. Okay, that sounds awesome. Now, you mentioned something about cars. You don't like the modern doodads. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, when I was growing up, it was kind of the birth of the muscle car. So, you know, you got a, uh, you got a lot of good cars like the Corvette, you know, a nice V8 block engine. You got, you know, a nice Camaro from Chevy, you know, Chevrolet, as they would say at the time. Nice Stang. Is that your bright yellow Hummer in the parking lot? Uh... Yes, it is. Uh, that's I. You know, when I go hunting, I bring a lot of gear, and I needed to choose a, a vehicle that uh, blends in. Yes, that that blends in, but also has a lot of cargo space, and also lets people know that I'm serious. I'm a tough guy. Yeah. What's your uh, telephone number? <laughs> Do not say that. Don't say it right now. Okay, you can well, tell you're on later. A, it's not a big deal. I technically do not have a telephone number. I like this guy more and more. I like this guy more and more. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions uh, about your personal, professional life. What do you do? I know you like to hunt uh, as a hobby. What do you do to earn a living? Mm, okay, so I am a mechanic. Uh, I work with, like I've said, with cars, but also uh, other machines. You know, I can fix things up all around your house and things like that. But primarily, I am a mechanic for cars, yes. Um, let me ask you this. Do you know who I am? Uh, no. No, I do not. Okay, do you know anything about this case? This case in particular? No. Okay. Uh, do you or your family have a history with arson? 
No comment. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we can maybe talk off the record about that later. We'll, we can cut the audio and, and dig deeper into that, because I do think it's relevant. Um, lastly, have you ever burned down or thought about burning down an apartment building upon finding out there was an additional amenity you weren't made aware of when you moved in? Uh, no, I do not live in an apartment building or have lived in one. Okay, um, that's all, Your Honor. We passed for cause. Okay, uh, before we let the state ask their questions, it seems like, are you wearing a wig? Uh, no, uh, mm, uh, uh, no, of course not. This is my hair, of course, and, I uh, uh, I wouldn't be wearing a wig. No, that's what women do. Women wear wigs, of course. I'm a man. It's just that you're wearing, like, the cartoon-like character with the, the bushy eyebrows and the glasses and I, the nose. Like, uh, it doesn't... I don't know what you're talking about. These are these are take, my facial features. Could you just take your glasses no, off? No, not gonna do that. Just do it. Uh, Bailiff. Excuse. Don't you touch me. Don't touch me. Okay. Yeah. So okay. are you? Okay. Are you Eric Kostopoulos? Ah, uh, jig is up. I guess. You know it. Yeah, I'm a coach, Eric Kostopoulos. Find me at, at Coach Cause on Parlor. I'm the 11th most followed, trying to break into the top 10. Shout out to my boy Bill. Free Bill. Innocent Project. Let's go. I'm out of this piece. I'm out. See ya. Deuces. Uh, it was Coach Eric. It was. It was me. I thought I would do my boy a solid, um, but it, it didn't work out. And I appreciate you. You committed full-blown identity fraud. You you crafted this whole character, This all this fudged all this paperwork to try to be a juror on my case. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I think the disguise was maybe a little too heavy-handed. He recognized you. I had to throw it together at the end because people were saying, oh, just wear makeup. And I'm like, no, that's for girls. So I had to find more practical things to use. To be fair, you had me fooled. I did not know that was you. No, I thought the Hummer might give it away. I almost got a rental car, but I was like, nah, it's okay. Um... But I snuck in because I knew if you knew it would compromise you, so I had to be I had to be uh, more incognito. Yeah, that's why I identified with this guy. I said, "Hey, this is like my best friend, Coach Eric. Yeah. He's got a Hummer. He he, a lot of what he was saying about the gadgets and gizmos mm -hmm. and the the guns and hunting, it all reminded me of conversations we had. So, yeah, I was sold. I tried to get him on the jury." I said, what if he continues to wear that stuff? Is that okay? Right, if I if I could go, I you asked if what if he went full full method, right? And what mm -hmm. if he, you know, if we made him believe this and but for that judge is just oh he's been such a pain this whole time. He's such a stickler for the rules. I know, it's like we just wanted to bend the rules a little bit here or there, and he gets all upset. Yeah, he's he's like a strict parent. I mean, mm. this guy just won't let me breathe in this courtroom, and he keeps telling me I don't know how that works, and I'm doing things that are not allowed. Right. It's it's really it's frustrating. So try he, try to get an attorney if you can. I'd yeah. recommend them. And you also learn that it is very bad form to use the judge's gavel for yourself. You found out that it does not go over well. Yeah, and the judge uses the gavel a lot less than I thought. And that's why I was like, well, somebody's got to hit this thing. Yeah. So I would just walk up. A lot of times you'll hear the lawyers say permission to approach. 
I don't need that. Yeah. I'm just like we're we're all men here. You know right, what I mean? Of course. I don't do all that. I don't have permission to approach the whole Your Honor, Your Majesty, Your Highness. It's yeah. very archaic to me. Mm-hmm. It's another man. You know, it's exactly. so it's so humiliating for me to have to address appear this way. Of course. So I don't really subscribe to any of that. I think it's all nonsense. And yes, I respect the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect. Yes. But at the same time, some of this is not fair to me. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. We're still we've got three jurors seated, so hopefully, I'd say by the end of the year we'll have a jury. I was to say in a few a few months, I think you'll probably get a jury going. Yeah, it's mid July now. I say late November, around are, that time. Are you still getting drug tested because of your claim? Because obviously we confessed last week we were on meth the whole first season. And you've been having to get drug tested a lot because of that. Well, in the motions, the state has been trying to use the podcast as evidence. What? And that's why I said, no, I was on meth. We can't use that. That is... Now they're trying to use the meth against me. I can't win. Exactly. Right. Either I can just innocently be on meth or I'm divulging a lot of stuff. And some people were saying that it did seem like this sort of hack job way to discredit what we were saying on there uh but for for all legal purposes we were on meth yes yes coach eric too throw him in yes the mix. yeah I'll, I'll i'll eat that for my boy yeah that whole thing about a, a fair and speedy trial i say let's just let's just make this let's, let's enjoy it exactly you know how many times I mean? are you gonna have to represent yourself in court a lot actually yes, probably yes. the way things are looking this won't be the last yeah Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that helped. Again, mm-hmm. we're trying to create relatable content for yes. you. This was really good. I think it helped me to kind of listen back to some of this stuff and say, okay, maybe I shouldn't have passed that quickly on the first guy. Maybe I should have been a little more combative with the woman. <laughs> maybe Eric should have played it a little more subtle with yeah. his character. I mean, I'm learning from this too, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Uh, I hope you can take something from it, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye, guys.